Hey friends, thanks so much for following the Your Story Matters platforms and also this brand new podcast, the Your Story Matters podcast. I collected a lot of these stories from survivors to share of their journey of survivorship, healing and recovery from abuse. It helps us understand by listening to somebody else's experience. It serves as a guidepost into opening up our understanding that two things, we're not alone and it wasn't our fault. So I thank you for joining me on this journey. Also, be sure to follow me on another brand new platform, Substack. I'm going to be releasing articles and other media content on that very soon. So go to Substack and search Brandon Dempsey, and I'll see you there. Without further ado, let's go ahead and get to our podcast, Season 1, Episode 1 of Mary DeMuth. Hope you enjoy. Hey, what's up? Survivors of spiritual abuse, wounded friends, Brandon Dempsey here. It's giving you a quick um, podcast because I want to share something that's on my mind that I don't think we talk a lot about. When it comes to spiritual abuse, we, I think we've gotten good to identify what it is. And I think that we know clearly what it means when we get hurt. And we know that something's not right. But I'm speaking for myself here. The problem that I have with it is the amount of time of how long it's taken to admit it and realize it. And I think what happens with most people who are spiritually abused, it's like any abusive relationship, of course. You know something's wrong, but... You can't really put your finger on it because looking on the outside world, you think, well, this is all I know on the inside of my world, and everybody outside looks abnormal, and what I feel is very normal. And you don't, you can't appreciate the outside perspective until you get there. And I think that's what's most, um, among the most other damaging things about being abused is knowing that things are not normal, but yet they're normal to you, if that makes any sense at all. And I really believe that the church, not everyone in the church, but the church itself, I think the church itself has done a a poor job of allowing people the space to recognize their abuse because it's been so covered up by the, well, you can't feel those feelings. Well, you're not abused. You just have people who have hurt you. (laughs) These are minimizing statements that the church is not willing to admit. And I really believe that, you know, then you ask the question, well, why, why isn't the church embracing this? Why can't they admit this? Because they're in their own abuse. And they're in denial of their own pain. That's the reason why when you speak to people about your pain, they don't want to hear it, and then you're convinced that you should stay silent because no one wants to hear it because you're the one that's not normal. And that's just that's just plain, simple projecting. And I hate that. It, and and it, it doesn't show any empathy to others who have been hurt or abused. 
It does not help people in their pain. It further uh, mystifies them where they feel like a misfit and they feel unloved and unaccepted even within their own church body or family or anybody else's church family. And then you feel like a spiritual reject. Because after all, you've had a pastor who long, who's so long and, or, and, and their henchmen who have told you how bad you are of a Christian. So therefore, you are convinced that the whole world sees you in that same way, a bad Christian. I know that. Why? Because I'm a worship leader pastor who's experienced that for more than 25 years. Not every ministry that I've been involved with has been that way. But most ministries I've been a part of has had some level of spiritual abuse. And I've been in two churches where the spiritual abuse was so deep, cutting, and such a bad, wounded experience and place for my family to be that I've had to undergo therapy for quite a long time. to be healed from those spiritually bad places. And what I've learned is that it's spiritual, it's people who who spiritually abuse others is because they have been spiritually abused and they have not taken responsibility to resolve, heal, and get professional help for their own abuse. Because you, have, you do have a choice. Not only have I been spiritually abused, but I've also been physically and sexually abused as a child. So I know what I'm talking about when it comes to abuse. And as I said before, abuse, whether it's spiritual or where it's sexual or verbal or emotional, abuse is abuse no matter what. Because abuse is basically conducted by someone who has gone to lengths to control, manipulate, and leverage you in a position where they immediately get their gratification and what they want from their own power at the expense of you. And so at that standpoint, it doesn't matter. It it does matter what kind of abuse it is in terms of what wounds it results a person. But what I'm saying is that the tactics and the ploys and the manipulation and abuse of power is all the same. But in the church, what's damaging about it is that when it comes to spiritual abuse, we think, oh, no, 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 we, the church can't abuse people. We, we begin to defend the leadership of the church and defend the reputation of the church, right? Because we think, well, no, that shouldn't happen because this is God's church. It's, it's holy. It's, um, this is something that uh, happens in the, the rest of the outside world, but, but not here, not, not in God's house. Well, let's break that apart and understand really what we're talking about because isn't it God's house, heaven itself, where Satan began the first of abuse? Isn't that right? And isn't it true that throughout the Old Testament, you've had Israel who would just backbite God completely, constantly. Think of the stories of Noah. They made fun of Noah. 
That was spiritual abuse, right? Calling him crazy and a lunatic. And Moses saying to Moses, well, why did you bring us out here in the desert to die? And basically testing God every left and right turn that they made. And then God gave them over to their own devices. And it's happened all the way through Christendom. It's happened all the way through the Gospels. Of uh, Again, the church is the one who killed Jesus, not, not the Romans. It was God's own people. So when you talk about spiritual abuse and where it came from, you also need to go back to the origins. And, and when, we're, when, we're trying, when, we're, when we spend too much time defending the church, we're not doing anything different from what the Pharisees and Sadducees did in trying to protect the temple. We're all doing the same thing. So why can't we call spiritual abuse what it is? Well, it's because of the corruption of Satan. It's pretty easy. So therefore, why would you want to stay in an abusive relationship or an abusive system who wants to cower and completely, continually defend something that is false and that's built upon lies? It's because you do that for the very reason that you're in denial and you can't get out of that abusive relationship yourself. So therefore, this is why it's so important if you are stuck in an abusive relationship, you're not being faithful by trying to remain there because there's nothing that you can do to manipulate the situation yourself so that that religious system becomes repentant. It's never going to happen. It will only happen by the leaders themselves, and I believe that it can happen. I believe that God can use and do all things. But to keep myself in the same room of my abuser to continually be abused, that's not being faithful. That's being irresponsible. That's, that's showing disrespect even to God because I'm not taking care of the body and the spirit that he gave me. So therefore, I am healthy and I'm faithful to remove myself from that situation so that I don't incur more abuse. So that's why I'm not a proponent of staying in an abusive church or relationship hoping and praying that it would get better and God will turn and change hearts. God will still turn and change hearts, but it doesn't mean that you have to continually put yourself in a place where you're further abused. So defend that. If you have something to say, a comment or a thought, I'd love to hear it. Thanks so much for uh, watching, listening to this quick podcast. And I love you all and see you on the next one.